Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I guess we're both technically talent in this instance. Tarento, yes. Hello. Hi. Welcome Hi. to the Yowie Shelf. It is 8.07 a.m. on a Sunday in America. So, nat- so naturally, school is in session. Naturally, school is in session. Uh, I'm out of uniform. I'm actually... Um... So, Carola, do you remember when I was going through a horrible breakup from a narcissistic partner before I went to Japan? Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely? So, um... <laughs> vaguely. Yeah, v- vaguely. So, so my friends and I, we came up with this motto uh, for the Tokyo trip and it was no heartbreak in Tokyo. And I made us like merch. So we have t-shirts. Oh, nice. uh, I city popped as much as I could city pop. So we had like official merch. We tagged Akihabara with stickers. Like <laughs> it was a tour. It was an actual tour. So it was the no heartbreak in Tokyo tour. Oh, that's nice. I made us a Spotify playlist of just like anime songs and Japanese city pop. Because I'm not a loving and caring person. I'm an asshole. No, you're not. Uh, but I'm out of uniform, which means truly school is in session. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Yowie Shelf. Grab a seat and relax. Um, so... This has been a long time coming, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. how we've avoided talking about school life for it's as because, long as we have. Because we have dedicated so much time to talking about gravitation. That is, a, that is like, it's co- gotten in the way of literally we, everything else. If we didn't talk about, like, gravitation, I feel like we could have already, like, we could have, like, already, like, solved, like, pro-ship, anti-ship. Oh yeah, like, we could have like done actual stuff, but we keep talking about gravitation, and then we so- just get entangled in our yes. in-house shipping war, and then it's just yes. we we can't make world peace until yeah, yeah uh, until you accept that Seguchi Toma is a horrible, horrible person. Uh- <laughs> okay, but like you say that. I've never said he's not a horrible person. No, no, and that's why I love him. I've never denied that he's a raccoon in a trash can. <laughs> See, and this is why this is why we haven't done the school episode. Case yeah. in point, this is this, this is, is why it always comes back to that. Uh, but we're finally talking about school life, and honestly, like when I say that, I even mean the earlier iteration of the show, which has some topics that, looking back, I'd love to re-record re- re- with someone who likes Yowie. Are you talking about me? No, some other hoe. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I actually do like Yaoi a lot. I know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. I know you're shocked. You're it shocked. Was, 
it was the utter sincerity of you asking with with who like with with someone like just the utter sincerity are you you cheating on me again no no podcast cheater i only have one other show and we don't record on the same day so you two don't see each other we don't yeah this is true you don't don't interact but um school life it is a pillar of the bl world because it is a pillar of the sojo world Mm -hmm. um oh boy is it some stuff (laughs) i yes whole episode oh boy it is um and it's so like not to jump the gun but it's it's so versatile like yes yeah schools there's a lot of stuff happening in these schools and i think this is a good place to before we hop into the main outline to discuss like theme and genre because i think what happens a lot in bl is that especially for i hate making it sound like we're just a couple of old boomers but like especially with the way tagging has evolved we've kind of forgotten like what is a genre and what is a theme so school life weirdly is both it exists in both of those spaces yeah it is an entire genre of type of manga that exists across brands you can Mm. have shonen you can have jose you can have sojo you can have shonen i you can have yaoi so it is a genre with genre tropes but it's also a theme that you can apply to other series whose main genre or main focus may be something else. So I don't know if you guys have these over in Norway, but like, you know, those little like magnets with words on them that you can like make poems out of. Yeah, we do have those. Okay. I didn't want to assume. I don't know what you guys have outside of snow. I don't know what you have. (laughs) We have so much snow. yeah, I saw photos. Like that's why I was like, I don't know what you guys have. It's ridiculous. Like I just, just a tangent. But like, I am usually snowed in when I wake up. Like my bedroom window is usually snowed in. But then I woke up and then I checked the newspapers and like the whole city is at a standstill because apparently we got so much snow. Like, do you understand how much snow there has to be for a city in Norway to come to a stop? I mean, it's my insane. brain, I, I physically can't wrap my head around it because Texas got like three inches and a bunch of people died. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was like, how bad can it be? And then I was like on Instagram and the library, which is just about the only thing that is open on Sundays, was like, right. yeah, we're closed today because the employees can't get to work. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's bad. But, yeah. But we're in Norway. Yeah. So. So, yeah, um, but we do have those magnets. Yes. So you can think of school life like that, that it's both. Yes, it is a genre with genre tropes, hmm. but you can also tag it on to other things yeah. that might be in a different genre. Cat. He's scratching me. To add in some of those uh, tropes and attributes and some of the artifice of school life look at me earning that english degree 10 years later <laughs> you're doing to- your best you're just like listen it'll, 
10 years. <laughs> I went to school for this. Let me. I was, I was, um, I was in an interview recently and, uh, the guy was looking at my resume and he's like, oh, you graduated from this school. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, in 2022. And I was like, I'm so glad to know my skincare routine is working. <laughs> I graduated in 2012. I'm so glad to know that the skin routine, all those hundreds of dollars on Korean skincare <laughs> is doing something. Uh, drop the uh, routine, please. Oh, happily. Mm. Um, so I think one of the things that initially is hard to talk about school life is because of what we just described, that it is both. And it can seem a little monolithic. And also that it's like old as the hills. Because by the time we were both reading manga, school life had already existed for what felt like hundreds of years. Yeah. And, and this is where I once again go back to the um, fabulous 49ers and the 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 cradle of the BL genre as it was because BL literally grew out of this um, romanticized boarding school fantasy typically mm -hmm. set in Europe but mm -hmm. BL literally came from these all boys school type Mm -hmm. uh stories so Correct. like right from the get-go there are that that's the setting like the school setting has been there all throughout the genre absolutely and i think because of that especially now so many years removed uh it does feel like like a pillar like a monolith mm -hmm. because especially for us when we came in it was already well established Established, and you know, to go back a little bit to what really is our bread and butter, which is uh, fan works and such, um, we just found these tropes and really just started running with them. Mm -hmm. You will like, cry high school AUs from my cold, dead hands. Yes, Love absolutely. It. Like, I could not tell you where some of these tropes began. But I can tell you that I absolutely did all the dumb shit of like having lunch on the roof. Oh yeah. Instead of I have that in my novels. Listen, I have that. <laughs> having lunch on the roof. And I always hated that trope because everyone does it. So is the roof not just overcrowded? Of course. Like if you went to an actual high school roof, it would be like it would be, be like, like a train, couple. like a train during rush hour. Just like, right, like there's everyone's room. going up there. You have the guy with the stick shoving them through the door. Like, right. <laughs> like it'd be like a line. We need like a bouncer. Oh because my god. Everyone's like, going to the room. They'll have like a number, like a queue system where it's yeah, like, you okay, like couple number 35. Yeah, you get those like vibrating uh pucks <laughs> that we have in the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a red lobster or something, and you go, it's like, oh, it's my turn to go have lunch on the roof. Oh my god. With the one individual sandwich I packed for two growing teenagers. Yes. And the yes. one drink so we could have indirect kiss. Yes. Absolutely. So again, like we fell into that. Most of us could not understand it, but it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sort and of like Yes. No, go go on. You know, it was sort of, you know, Coral and I, before we started recording, started talking about demons. and <laughs> <laughs> As we do. As we do. 
And it really does. I think school life for me always felt like this like creature that was in the fandom mm. that I didn't fully understand, but I probably understood a little bit more than some other Americans. We'll get there. Um, but it was just there. Like it was, it was there and it was our job to study it, but like to never understand it. Mm. So. I mean, the, the, uh, we were there to study school life. Hey. Hey. Uh, which is why our background right now is um, the lo-fi girl's bedroom. Oh, is that what it is? It is. I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't know. I, I think about these. Yeah, I know you do. I was just, I didn't notice. Like, I, okay. I, I was only looking at the top and like, I yeah. see the moon and everything. And then I was like, oh, wait, there's a bed. It's like, mm -hmm. I think about these things. So, okay, Corolla. Yes. What is uh, the deal with school BL? Why is this? <laughs> what? What is school? <laughs> what? I mean, actually, I was like, I was like a true Hikikomori who barely went to school. So you're asking the wrong person. I <laughs> was not. I had I in my defense between my poor yes. mental health and my poor physical health I was away from school a lot okay oh, I, I was away? struggling Did they let you be away for school for that I mean that I I had this bizarre this bizarre thing that happened when I was in upper secondary where I was like I was so sick and I could barely go to school mm -hmm. and they were like okay give us a doctor's note we'll give you a special like we'll give you a special exception so as long as you mm -hmm. do your homework and like hand in your things and do the tests you'll be fine and then two weeks before the second school year ends they're like oh yeah by the way we lost your your doctor's note and uh, we're gonna blame this on you and you don't have enough credits in any subject so either so we're gonna fail you in everything and i was like we had an agreement and they and yeah it was horrible um so they were like either we, we can do this like either you take the third year and you pass the third year and we'll pass your second mm -hmm. year or you drop out and i was like how do you think i'm gonna pass the third year when i couldn't pass the second like i when i couldn't go to school in the second year like so i dropped off um so that was fun but uh yeah yeah so so you know but but i i am excused i had valid reason to not be there but i mean um, in all fairness uh i realize i did too but um, i'm gonna point vaguely in the direction of my hyper competent southern black aunt <laughs> who um when i said i was depressed said everyone is depressed yeah and told me to go to school yeah i'm sure that <laughs> so, helped but also, oh, yeah. we probably had we probably had very vastly different school experiences in general because you went to yeah. Catholic school, right? Yeah. So I did both. Um, so okay, a brief overview of Amanda's school life. Mm. Um, I started at a non-religious but private school from like pre-K to I want to say like third or fourth grade. So, like, until I was about, like, nine. For one year, I went to a private 
Christian Academy. And it was bad. I can imagine. We had to memorize all the books of the Bible. And be able to recite them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a paddle with holes in it called the Board of Education. Okay. And they... For corporal punishment. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's like 10. 11 to 13. I was at a private Catholic school. Mm. So junior high. 14 to 15, I was at a public school. 15, a private Episcopalian school. 16 to 17, 18, public school. And then I went to a private Catholic college. Mm. So I, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? (laughs) Um, So I did a lot of both. I did a lot Mm -hmm. of Private education, which is really, really different in the U.S., where some of these places are just wild in. I did a lot of very religious education, which you will see a lot in the school trope occasionally, because, mm-hmm. uh, oh boy, Japan sure does love to fetishize Catholics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I will. I mean, yes. You're the resident expert on that. I, I am. I am. Because, uh, oh boy, Japan sure does love... Um, to fetishize Catholics. And then I did private school. Like I did the like, I don't know. What is it? What is like a, an American school, like private, like public school show. I don't know why the only thing that came to mind was like glee. <laughs> well, I mean, I, and I never even watched this show. It's just that I grew up in the nineties. I'm like saved by the bell, which I have never watched. I know nothing um, about it. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different few decades, but you're on the right track. <laughs> I'm like, um, how old am I? I, but, I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, but isn't Degrassi? No, I didn't watch Degrassi. I watched the original 90210. Um, okay. But the reruns. But isn't Degrassi okay. set in Canada? Is it? Why do I think it's Canadian? I think the show is Canadian, but it's supposed to be set in America. Oh. Like, I don't like, know. Oh, we're set in California. You're recording like in a field in Iowa. Yeah, no, but it's like it's like uh, you know, and 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 in comparison, like my school life was very different. Like I went to my first ten years of school, so like from from I didn't go to kindergarten. I went to to basically preschool when I was six years old, mm-hmm. and throughout from first grade to tenth grade. So until mm-hmm. I was fifteen, I was in the same school. Like everything was in the same building. So from mm-hmm. from preschool to to tenth grade, uh, public school, you know, very like very lax this is norway so super secular and Mm -hmm. no we we don't understand the concept of dress code like because like the dress code is like okay as long as you look somewhat decent but like if we wore short shorts and spaghetti straps like no one cared like the only time our teachers set their foot down was this one year when they were like you're gonna be allowed to personalize your classroom so you get to put posters up and then the boys started putting up half-naked ladies on the walls. And then they were like, yeah, no, you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> that was like we the only talk- time. <laughs> we can talk about dress code because like Hannah Montana, I got to have the best of both worlds mm-hmm. where I had very like Christian Catholic dress codes. And then I had public school dress codes, but in Texas 
where in sex ed they taught us that every woman was like going to be a rape victim at one point in time like that was during like that was our sex ed was Great. this was the statistic that i think is like one in four women will be victims of sexual assault that was our sex ed not maybe why that happens or telling boys not to do that it was women you're going to be victims just okay pack it well, in at least that's um it it's 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 uh, what 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 do you call it like it's like a it's uh, bad we call it bad it's a change of pace from the typical you'll have sex and die no <laughs> no or my catholic school which in all fairness like we were in junior high so like yeah we probably should have had a little bit of sex education but like we didn't and just sex didn't exist yeah it just we don't talk about it it's not real don't babies just fall into this world via stork like that's just don't don't ask questions um so we mentioned that school life is this kind of like pillar of the bl world both in fan works and in canon works um and i think that brings us to a very important question which is why we and i mean like not just us individually Figure- wait, 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 wait. I was there trying to do pointing things, but I didn't know. Listen, it is 828. You're it's fair. It's fair. You're okay. I'm just I am stupid. A, I'm an exhausted noodle right now. This is your note. This is your teacher's note. Like you're exhausted. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, but also we individually and we as a community mm. love this. And you know. It's easy for me to say that I didn't have a lot of school trauma because I'm a liar. (laughs) That'll do it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things that like, especially as someone who's already dealt with trauma, that a lot of times you don't realize the situation is traumatic until like you're sitting like randomly just one day. And I was like, oh, that was fucked. Yeah, I know. Like (laughs) I had that. I had that. Like I used to be bullied. But I yeah. was like, but I was taught by my mom and grandma that, you know, not to care about it. So I literally did not care. And then mm-hmm. I grow up and I become an adult and you start thinking back and you're like, well, I was fucked up. The fact that I wrote, I wrote an essay or something in the eighth grade about my bullying experience mm-hmm. and literally not a single teacher talked to me. Like they gave me the highest grade on it and then they never like they didn't pull me aside and be like, "Are you okay?" Like, do you right. no? And then you think about it, you're like 25, and you're like, "That oh, that was bad." Yeah, that wasn't great. Like, I I'm fine. Right. Like, I am literally fine. But but looking back at it, I'm like, someone could have taken responsibility, uh- <laughs> right? Right, or like especially with a lot of like my Catholic and Christian education, hmm. which I'm not here to bash catholics uh the world has been doing a lot of that right now um i'm not here to bash individual catholics but i'm also not ignorant to the rampant issues that have existed within the church like i'm not saying that that's not real obviously it's real and obviously it's valid but i do firmly believe that like yelling at random catholics isn't how you fix that no that that usually isn't like if there and, is an institution of some sort there will be some yeah. problem like usually that is just how yeah. it works yes 
And, you know, I mean, to be honest, the Catholic Church has been fucking up for checks notes thousands of years. <laughs> it's it tradition. Has. Yeah. Right. But- it's a, it's a part of our heritage. Right. It's just, this is just how we do it, okay? I don't know. I say this is we, we as, if, as if I am the Catholic Church. I don't know if yes. you do this. I. Yes, you individual. <laughs> I'll have to talk to the Pope. Apparently, he's not valid. No. But um, I am valid. I know everything about the Catholic Church. Everything. But there's something about, at least for a while, that there was this kind of, like, cool aspect to school life. Where it was either, you know, we talked about, we talked about finding home and fan works because we had to bring up Harry Potter, which is also technically a school life. Um, It is. Uh, That sometimes when your actual school experience isn't great or when your actual Mm -hmm. home life isn't great, oh boy, it sure is nice to read these very like Mm -hmm. glossy the biggest decision that a character had to make is what soda to get out of the vending machine. You know, <laughs> which, girl running. Huh? Which, you know, again, like, that's how utopian the school life is because vending machines at school? We had those. We did, we did not have those, okay? We had those. We yeah. had, like, a, a fridge where you could buy strawberry milk. Oh, see, I actually, I would have preferred that. Um, during one <laughs> of my, when I was at one of my Christian schools, uh, I was like horribly obese because my parents were bad, but also the school was bad. And I remember for breakfast one day, they gave us a honey bun and a sun-kissed soda. So not an orange juice, an orange soda. And then a honey bun. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder why I was like horribly obese during this time of my life. Huh. I wonder. Soda for breakfast. Soda for breakfast. I mean, it sounds from a child's perspective, it sounds. Oh, loved every second. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But like again, looking back, it's like yeah. um, mm. (laughs) Jamie Oliver would have a stroke. Okay, Jamie Oliver is not a good person. I'm just point. No, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying didn't he do that? No, I. I, No, I get the reference, but like. His approach is so classist and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But, like, it was nice to have these idealized schools Mm. where nothing was wrong, where the biggest choice was what drink you're going to indirect kiss your crush with, you know, where while studying was hard, there was no actual worry about academics. Like, everyone was bad in a subject, but it was never like... like Have you noticed how, like, most most school settings like whether this is bl or shoujo or like Mm -hmm. any type of like school setting uh animation whatever they very rarely have actual classes like you only see them in between classes and like walking between classrooms and hanging out in the classroom in the lunch hour and it's like and then they have exams but like you never see them actually in school like it's this utopian world where it's just like you're just hanging with your friends Right, and, like, they can be bad at a subject because everyone needs a tutor. Everyone and their mom needs a tutor. Yeah, yeah. But, like... I love the tutor trope. Hello. <laughs> Listen, you have... I'm fine. <laughs> you were saying? Yes! <laughs> yes! You were saying? Yes! Oh, love. yes. I, I got you. If if you're listener only, Amanda just flashed a copy of uh, Katakyo, Private tu- Tutor, and uh, yes, 
<laughs> I know your number. I got you. Um, but like, while everyone needs a tutor, like there's never a concern about actual failure. So like we have standardized testing here in Texas. It's bad. Um, yeah, so I when imagine. I was taking it, it was the tax test. T the what? Tax. T-A-K-S. So like okay. Texas academic, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Uh, and I failed my math tax because I'm bad at math, obviously. <laughs> Just Listen. Like if you're bad at math, like I, no, like whole ass sticker designs is my face bad at math. Um, <laughs> like I failed my math tax like twice. And if I didn't pass that test, I couldn't graduate. Mm. It didn't matter that I was passing all my other classes. If I didn't show the state of Texas that I understood math, I couldn't get my high school degree. And now I use none of that math because calculators exist. Yeah. Scream, sorry. I <laughs> sorry just wanna, no, you. but I just want to point out that I, in the ripe old age that I am at, have never <laughs> suffered, even though I don't know basic math. Like, I am mm -hmm. fine. I have a calculator. I don't always know how to use it because I don't know the formulas and I don't know how percentage works. But I am fine. And I'm an adult. And they lied to me. So... Absolutely. Carry on. Oh, <laughs> I am getting side-eyed. Someone is side-eyeing me. Is it the cat or the girlfriend? The girlfriend, who's good at math, uh, by oh. the way. Okay, so if we were in school together, we would have both bullied the girlfriend to do our math homework. Yeah. Yes. I mean, she's she's younger than us, so that would be yeah. uh, strange. No, but <laughs> it's already problematic. I'm wearing a uniform, clearly, so that so that we can get canceled. I'm uh, out of uniform, so I guess I'm the bad boy who is always out of uniform, yeah. never shows up to school, but for whatever reason has all A's. Oh, like, he's never in school. Listen, one of my favorite, like, I love both of those. I love the delinquent who's terrible at everything and who's got really yes. bad grades. And then I love the delinquent who's secretly super smart. Like, but I just yeah. love delinquent characters, okay? I'm a simple person. Huh. Shocking information. Would hmm. never have guessed that. I know, right? Like, I, what? But, you know, there is this allure to hmm. wanting school to be perfect, especially for how kind of like awful it is for everyone. Because that's the other thing about school is that, like, whenever people talk about it as adults, no one had a good time. And if they did, they're lying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I, I didn't, it's weird, because, like, I didn't like going to school because it gave me so much anxiety, and mm -hmm. and I was constantly stressed. Mm -hmm. But I really, but I'm one of these people, I've said this before, like, I really enjoyed being a teenager. Like, I wouldn't mind being a teenager again. Like, things were horrible, but I also had a really mm -hmm. good time. So, like, when I graduated from, I you know like the basic 10 years of school when I was 15 mm -hmm. I was crying so bad because I was going to miss it so much and it was so weird because like I didn't get along with everyone like the, there were a lot of people I really didn't like and I was mm -hmm. so sad that I wasn't going back there it was super super weird and yeah and, yeah you know to echo that point I, I don't disagree with you so like when I say it was bad and no one liked it there was actually like I think like that, those last two years of high school were the happiest I'd been in a mm. while. You know, I had the anime club. I had my like 
little group of like dumb friends. Yeah. I was kissing girls in the hallway and in the stairwells. Cause Look at you. Just kissing girls. You know, I was senpai. I was the I was the charming, you know, older student who ran the club. I was Tamaki. Yeah. So I was just, oh man, I was just kissing girls in stairwells. It was great. But it's <laughs> you like know, you know, there, there's that there's that nostalgia factor, right? Yeah. And 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 I think I think one of those things is if you look at it like both from a personal sp- perspective, but mm-hmm. also like we were weebs, right? I mean. <laughs> And the thing is, the huh. thing is like, like the romanticization of Japanese school life in particular, because it was so mm-hmm. different to, yes. like, we don't have clubs here. Like, it's not like that. Like, all extracurricular activities are like you do it outside of school. Like, you, you, you're, like, on a soccer team, but it's not connected to the school. Like, America has, like, a lot of, like, you know, there's track and field and school you know the school band or the school like school sports it's so wild to us that like the entire town kind of gathers around the the like the football team oh welcome to texas yeah but we don't because that doesn't happen here right so so and then so japan and but we are being continuously fed american school life through the media Mm -hmm. So the mm-hmm. Japanese school life is so different. And then, of mm-hmm. course, the way that it's portrayed in Japanese media, because mm-hmm. the high school is the ultimate freedom in Japan, right? It because is. you are still, and for us as well, you know, because you are still a kid, you get you get to do all the fun things. You're coming into yourself, you're finding yourself, you're finding your people, like, you, you know, mm-hmm. but and you don't have the responsibilities and worries of adulthood. And mm-hmm. then in Japan, it's like you are, that's when like that's why there are so many shows and and series centered around school life because once Mm -hmm. you go to university once you go into the workforce you are expected to conform a lot more so like high school is like the ultimate freedom which is why it's such Mm -hmm. a utopian world in fiction and and we emulated that i think yeah completely and you know and we'll talk about some of the negative elements of that but i really want to circle in on what Corolla said where it's utopian and freedom of expression mm-hmm. and like this is where at least for me so you know you talk about like molding who you are yeah if I didn't have those like two years of high school where I was like anime club president and just smooching girls writing fanfic in the library mm-hmm. like just living my BL fantasy I don't think I'd ever have become the person I am yeah. today. Yeah. Like, did that was that person fully formed in high school? Of course not. No. I was 17. And yeah. But so many of the bones of that person, that sounded like a mm. fey trap. That sounds like a fairy <laughs> trap. The bones of that person. You know? No, it- it's like it sounds like that 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 you know the infamous Tumblr post with a girl who was stealing bones for her witchcraft. Yeah, remember that? That was yes. wild. Yeah, but like so many of the bones of that person are still here. Points mm. to breasts. <laughs> yeah, the bones of your breasts. They're so heavy. <laughs> They're so heavy. Oh my um, god, Oh, why? Do we not like school life? And again, we collective, not just we individual. Or why can it be a little bit harder to enjoy the older you get? 
I think that this is difficult because I am such a fan of school life. But mm -hmm. I mean, probably I think a lot of it is like basically the same reasons why we love it. Mm -hmm. But like the older you get, like not to mention how, you know, the world changes. And then you're sitting here as a 30 something reading about high schoolers in 2023. And you're like, I don't understand any of this <laughs> because you're old. Yeah. Uh, but but, you know, you start to see things, I guess. That's one of them. Like you start to th just to see the dumb kids for what they are, and that's dumb kids. And you start you kind of you can't put away, you can't do the whole suspension of disbelief thing because mm -hmm. even though you and I, like for instance, we're really good at like, okay, sure, maybe this is problematic because mm -hmm. in real life this would be bad, but this mm -hmm. is fiction. But that doesn't mm -hmm. change that sometimes you're reading something and you're like yeah if my teacher did that then maybe i would be freaked out or if if my school bully suddenly hit on me uh no for instance so i probably wouldn't be freaked out no of course this is a, this is a story i cannot tell on air but you can tell I me later i no, no but, but just... i would not be freaked out but I, but I'm also saying that like not in that I mean disclaimer. No, I get no. I, yeah, I totally not in that anti way because I just want to point out if there are against all odds some antis who are still listening to us for whatever reason that it is perfectly normal when you're a teenager to crush on an adult like that is normal like a lot of people crush on their teachers. Yes, I never did, but people did. We had this yeah. one. We had this one substitute teacher that literally everyone crushed on. Like, all the, the boys were crushing on her. And she was super, super sweet. And I get it. Mm -hmm. But, like, nothing inappropriate happened because, you know, she was a professional. Like, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a difference. But don't come here and be like, oh, that's problematic because you're a child. Yeah, but children, you're not mature. Like, you have feelings. It's normal. No. I, yeah. I, I, was a, I was a literal teenager. Uh, no decision that I made was a sound or logical one. No, because your brain isn't fully developed. Like, like none so of the decisions I made in hindsight made sense. Uh, I think there's a couple of things in there that I want to circle back to. It's, hmm. yeah, as you look at it now in our 30s, mm -hmm, you know, it is <laughs> a little <laughs> in our 30s. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, it is a little bit harder to look at some of this stuff and, you know, yeah, like to relate to the children. You know, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you've heard about me lamenting with this with my hero academia. And like for as much as it sounds like I'm an expert on the show, if you showed me the kids, I could maybe name three. <laughs> That's because you like don't if care you showed kids. I don't like for as much as it seems like I have encyclopedic knowledge. If you showed me like class 1A, there's like f three, maybe four kids that I can be like, yeah, that, that one. I'm pretty good with, know who, with, with them, but um, I, that's not. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but it's like one of those things like just like just like basic things, right? Like, especially yeah. if you look at like the romance genre. So BL yeah. or shoujo, it's like when you are an adult who is kind of used to dealing with your problems in a somewhat capable way question mark right. uh, then really looking at hard. headless teenagers running around creating yes. drama is yes. like why are you doing this 
doing so this? That writing feels so inauthentic because it's adults trying to be children. So, so much of that drama is just toothless and stupid. And we've said it a million times. If someone had one conversation, just one, have a conversation. Hey, Izuku, I don't know why you have your powers from eating hair. We're not going to talk about how problematic that is. Uh, but for the power that you have, there's another guy. <laughs> and, uh, oh boy, do you not want to fuck with that guy? Also, there's a weird twink covered in hands. Yes. There's just a lot going on. <laughs> but yeah, and, 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 you know, on a less supernatural superhero side of it, it's like, you know all of these tropes of like do you think he likes me or like i don't understand what this means even though you've been fucking on a daily basis like if you asked him like just ask him what am i to you but they don't and then you have 15 volumes of people running around creating more drama because they don't know what's well, happening okay in all fairness men can be trash and like you can be fucking someone and it'd be like what what is my naming your phone and it's like cum rag so okay. like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so so no but i mean like, if it's a romance like that's what i'm saying okay if you are a protagonist of a romance oh, okay okay i was like like ah, hold on now so I'm, I'm not talking about all of these other trash men in my life right now okay because okay. i am like a lot of those Yes, but you'll yeah. be like you'll be like glory hole number seventeen or something. Right. <laughs> it's like that's not what I mean. I mean like where there is an actual kind of hole okay. Okay. happening, but you you still don't understand that they like you because they haven't said that outright, right? Yeah, kids are dumb, and I yeah really don't like them, and it's not what? compelling content anymore. No, not necessarily. It's it's just it's not and. You know, there's a part of me that still, you know, I don't think it's a maturity thing because, you know, there's a lot of the problems that, you know, teenagers and adults have just in different phases. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm online dating now. It's trash. But, like, yeah, I still <laughs> go through a lot of the, like, oh, you know, I wonder if this guy will like me. What should I mm -hmm. wear? You know, is, is this perfume too overbearing? If I say that I have a degree, is he going to be emasculated? Am I going to get murdered on this date? You know, I still have a lot of the same concerns. And then they wonder why we prefer fictional fictional characters over real people. Listen, that I fictional character cannot murder you after the date. So anytime I go on an online date, like a Tinder, or I never go on Tinder, like a Hinge or a Bumble date, I always message like my local girl group, like my friends, like, hey, I'm going on this date. This is where I'll be. If you do not hear from me by X time, call the BAU from Criminal Minds. That's the <laughs> message I, I always send. <laughs> I just, I've never used an app like that because obviously committed relationship for a million years. Uh, yes. Since before I had a smartphone. So, uh, hash, it's trash. It's trash. We're not yeah, going to go there. What, that's um, what I'm hearing. It, oh, it's, it's trash. Um, but yeah, like I don't, while some of those feelings are still there, like love, like acceptance, like, you know, evolving sexuality, you know, all those things are still there. 
there's something about it from the immature lens of a teenager mm -hmm. that as I approach like my mid thirties that I don't have any interest in anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll probably talk about this a little bit deeper <clears throat> when we talk about the problematic elements. You know, the cool thing about school life is that there's rarely ever just the school boys in this instance uh, who are there. And, I started noticing the shift <laughs> when I was in high school, but it's definitely cemented now. Mm. I don't give a fuck and a half about what the kids are doing. That one exhausted teacher in the corner. Hi, Aizawa. Aizawa is all... No, but he is all of us. Like He embodies what it's like to be I, an adult in fandom today. He's exhausted and fed up, and he's just in a cocoon over there in a sleeping bag. Hello, it's me. I've never, I don't like him. I really like him. I, I'm not going to fight you over him. I just, I, I, I just okay. see myself in him. Also, there was that one glorious moment where he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, black licorice is delicious. I'm like, hello, sir. Oh, okay. You're, you. <laughs> you're wrong. That's why you like him. What? Is that both of, is that both of you are incorrect. Got it. <laughs> I, I'm okay. sorry like, that you don't have the the uh, what the elevated palate dead Scandinavian dead husk of a soul forged <laughs> by thousands of dead witches. <laughs> Just how do you think we survive up here? Is that it? <laughs> that's the secret. No, uh, so that's why you <laughs> like him. You're both wrong. Got it. Um, okay. No, wow. I. I don't like him, but I also like I'm not gonna fight with anyone over him. I don't think no. that any of the teachers are great because at you're that an, school. You're because you're a mature adult. That's why. I don't think that's why I don't like him. No, because that's why you don't fight people. Oh, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's my maturity that means I don't no, like him. No, 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 I don't no, like no, him, no, I'm concerned. I look at him and my top concern is I don't know how often you bathe. Like, I don't know why that's, like, where my brain goes. But I just look at him and I'm like, when did you clean that sleeping bag last? Like, yeah. he, when I look at him, I see, like, people at anime conventions who are in the same costume for all three days of con. And it's like, when have you, can I put some Febreze over that? <laughs> Is that getting washed regularly? Are you being washed regularly? Like, those are the concerns that I have. Aizawa, Aizawa doesn't have the energy for that. That's concerning. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, as you get older, sometimes, you know, I don't care about what dumb high school kids are doing. And a lot of those things that, you know, are discussed, like evolving sexuality, evolving gender, you know, dating and romance, you can still do all of that as an adult. Uh, the big issue with why school life doesn't resonate the same way for a lot of adults is that many of us are now aware of the fetishization, genuine, of being school age. Hmm. Here in the U.S., it is practically a pillar of the industry, which is to, to make high school sound like it's the end-all, be-all, the greatest moments of your life. Yeah. You will never be sexier, which is a problem. You will never be happier, which is a problem. You will never be freer, also a problem. 
And, and this is why people think that you just die when you hit 18. Exactly. Um, there was there was this thing on TikTok because I'm hip with the kids. And they were talking <laughs> about, you know, that like your 30s are not old. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of like misinterpret why a lot of people in their 30s feel like they're old. It's trauma. Like, I don't feel old because of my physical age. I feel old because I lost all of my serotonin when I was nine. Yeah. And I have chronic illnesses. When you've been a depressed husk for, you know, the past 15, 20 years. Right. Like, I don't. You're tired. Like, you're going to feel old. I don't feel old because I'm 32. That's not why I feel old. I feel old because literally all the serotonin fled my body at nine years old. Yeah. (laughs) I've Um, been exhausted for so long. Right. like, Like, I. Yeah, I started feeling old when I was 17. Like same. <laughs> so, you know, but the point was that like physically, you know, under better circumstances, you know, your 30s is not like a death sentence. You are not old. And especially yeah, like, the way yes. this you know, the middle ages where your life expectancy is like 35. You are now in right. your old age and you have great grandkids. And right. You're dead. No, <laughs> that's not it. Okay. Well, I'm queer and black. I'm already dead. Yeah. Okay. I've I've been dead. But exactly, you know. And for a lot of us, many of us, because of economic depressions, because of actual depression, because of the pandemic, because of a bunch of societal factors, many of us are just now really getting to have our twenties. In our 30s. I know I didn't have like my crazy college years. Because I went to a private Catholic college. And we had like brothers and priests that lived on campus. So like there's only so much partying and shit that you can do. When like you wake up in the morning hungover. And there's like literal priests. And they're just like shaking their heads at you. Judging you silently. It's not even silent. My favorite part is that there's a huge like carnival that happens on my campus it's called oyster bake um okay. it involves actual oysters i don't have time um, <laughs> but it's like this huge like debaucherous party there's drinking there's oysters there's rock and roll music and a oh lot of the brothers God. i know and a lot of the brothers and priests that live on campus are you know up in gears there are some that are like you know young and most of them are up in gears we even have a retirement facility on campus and my favorite part about oyster bake was walking by the brother's residence and seeing like one spindly finger pulling the blinds down to look outside like the one slur <laughs> you just see like one spindly hooked finger and just like, oh, look at all those sinners outside. Oh my god. And then, you know, they go back to, I think they have to pray every three hours. So they probably have to go back and pray. That's exhausting. Yeah. Um, we have a bell tower. The bell tower rings every three hours to announce prayer, including at 3 a.m. and midnight. Yay! Which is great when you live next to it. Um, but that fetishization, in true sense, is negative and it is harmful. I've always said this, but I meant it, you know, snidely because I'm an asshole, but I mean it more sincerely now is people who say that they peaked in high school or like high school were the best years of your life. 
that's just genuinely sad to me. Not that I wasn't happy. Not that I didn't enjoy. Well, I mean, I wasn't happy, but like, <laughs> not that I didn't enjoy aspects of it. But you have so much more. I have lived so many more yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Done so many other things <laughs> than if I had said high school is the end all be all. The greatest day I will ever have is that one time I went to another city in the same state to talk about Latin. Woo! <laughs> Sounds like a, uh, yeah, it's great. Like, like, I mean, I had a good time. Yeah, uh, sure. I had a no, I'm, I'm not saying that it wasn't a great time. It's just. Not necessarily the greatest moment of your life. Right. Like, in hindsight, that's nothing in comparison to what I've done over the last several years. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, you know, and especially, like, here in Texas where we do have, like, football players and stuff, like, or former football players who were, like, super, super big when they were in high school. And then they realize that being good in high school doesn't mean you're actually good at the sport. Mm. And then, you know, they didn't become famous football players. And now they're just yelling at their kids too hard. Yeah. Um, where those guys are like, oh yeah, you know what? College were the best days of my life. That's sad to me. I hate that for you. That you peaked at like 17 and you, the remainder of your days has been spent trying to recapture a high you never will. Hmm. That's sad. That's not okay. <laughs> and that's a fetishization issue, especially in the US, but Japan also has a little bit because again, that's assuming that all of your freedom all of your expression all of your you know sexual freedom and identity you mm. only get to play that out in high school yeah before you become a corporate slave and die of right. overwork exactly which is why you know so many school lives are so transgressive in that sense that there's this assumption that yeah you're probably going to be a little gay you're probably going to be <laughs> Like, if you're yeah. surrounded by nothing but boys or nothing but girls, yeah, you're probably going to be a little gay. And, like, that's yeah. usually the most accepting uh, Japan is on the topic. Because, as we know, uh, Kishida still said that gay marriage shouldn't be allowed. And if any of you are shocked, I'd like to point in the direction of Shinzo Abe, who uh, was Kishida's mentor. So if any of you are surprised at all by Kishida being a conservative, absolute asswipe, I'm going to point in the direction of Shinzo Abe. Yeah, it's like basically, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna claim that I know everything in the ins and out of Japanese politics. But essentially, if you are the prime minister of Japan, you're yes. gonna be conservative, like really conservative, because yes. that's that's how it works. Yes. Like don't don't try to do anything but progressive. Like, like no, but 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 Kishida is progressive. Like hasn't he said? Hasn't he said that they're gonna tone down the fax machines? They're gonna start phasing out the fax machines. Don't tell me that man is not progressive. <laughs> if you're if you're listener only, you 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 might have heard the loudest squint ever done in history. <laughs> Just the, the absolute loudest. It's Wait. It's the baby steps of Japanese politics, okay? Yeah, we can't maybe accept we'll, homosexuals, but printer the fact we'll have, that they themselves. Maybe they'll have uh, uh, equal marriage in, in 300 years. Maybe. Maybe. Because, you know, queer people have never existed in Japan, and that's totally not, a, you know, the West fault. Love that for us. Love that for us. Mm. Um, 
So as we mentioned at the start of the show, uh, school life is both genre and theme, which means you get a wide myriad of things under that umbrella from very, very soft and fluffy, which, you know, as Corolla mentioned, school life has been a part of this forever. But for where we're talking, we have to give it up to Gaku in heaven. There it is. As much as I think we both need it. I just, I don't want to give anything to Gaku in heaven because I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't, don't either. <laughs> but like, we have to give credit where credit is due. That doesn't mean we have to be happy about it. Pablo Picasso was a literal dick. But we still have to give him credit for his paintings. Okay, not you comparing Gaku in Heaven to Pablo Picasso. What the hell? <laughs> no, it's an equally it's an equally accurate portrayal of school life. You know, yeah, really screechy and scrabbly yeah. and abstract. Because that's think, not what school is. I think I I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like be, probably because I wasn't like in those fandom circles at that time i don't <laughs> know how like i don't know how big the impact of gaku and heaven really was but what i do remember it, is that you know it was that because again we didn't have a lot of bl like it, the, mm-hmm. a lot of bl did come out and and mm-hmm. the and the animated series like the the 12 episode series came mm-hmm. out uh around the same time as Oram and I think it floated a lot on that I think it got a lot of traction because we had Oram and mm-hmm. then this is like Oram but it's all boys except it wasn't because it was uh, it wasn't half as fun <laughs> but, okay. but we, cl- we, don't we have, clung to we it we don't have time to bash Gaku in heaven no but I'm just the, saying in the US I think the concept was much it was big so like when you talk about impact it was massive if i were to go back in time and ask 16 year old me and my group of hellions what (laughs) gaku in heaven was about none of us could tell you but the idea became the seed that you know tying it into fan works that almost every high school au school life fan work was built upon that's the foundation so when you start seeing a lot of those tropes like the shitty miscommunication the oh no too many boys like me the biggest (laughs) problem in my day is choosing what soda to drink everyone's on the fucking roof (laughs) everyone is on the goddamn roof Kazuki would fall off that roof and I've like, as someone who's been to Japan, like, I'm just imagining, like, any of the roofs I had seen and being like, yes, a lovely place to confess to my crush up there. Yes. Not pictured as the net to keep people from jumping. <laughs> no. <laughs> that roof. <laughs> the least romantic place I'd ever seen. But and, and again, as we've established, not as private, probably, as they p- depict it. Everyone's on the fucking roof. Yeah. It's, the hottest, it's the hottest host club in Japan. <laughs> the fucking roof. High school roofs, yes. You could probably become a host of the high school roof 
I would read. I read the hell out of that manga. Like seriously, the person who like picks up those that got rejected. Can we co-write a series, please? Oh my god! Yes. Okay. High school top host club. I yeah yeah. We're co-writing a series because I would also read the fuck out of that. Oh, (laughs) but. If anyone wants to draw the the yeah, if the panels wants to, to this, hello. Wants to draw for us, yes. Um, Hit us up. But you know, when we have our shitty school life fan fictions, where you know, oh, it's Attack on Titan, but at high school. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, but because because it's a, and I, I actually wanted to mention that earlier when we talked about it because the high school trope or the high school setting is such yes. a stable foundation. That even yes. series that have nothing to do with high school life will have like an on crack spinoff where they are set yeah. where it's set in high school, like like yeah. Attack on Titan. Well, and I think also it's important to mention, like I said, you know, that it's such a staple thing to set these works in because it gives you sometimes such a reprieve from all the other stuff. Not BL, but Code Geass. I mean, essentially, be <laughs> like, excuse Am me. Am I wrong? What? What do you mean, not BL? It's yeah, it's BL. That's a... code gay ass. What? It's, it's BL. It's yeah, BL. Thank um, you. Thank you. But you know, for as angsty as that series got, there was always like an episode later that was just like, oh, we have student council shit. You know, and- to the. To this yes. day, one of the episodes that I remember most about Geos was, you know, the one where they're wearing the silly hats, like the Valentine mm-hmm. special, when they're wearing the hats and running around trying to kiss each other. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. And I love it. I love it. Right. It's ridiculous. And I think, you know, if I think about it like that, you know, it kind of reminds us of our fluff conversation that we had last time, that when paired with other things that have more stakes that has you know better developed characters Mm. there is something really really cool about school life as a transformative work Mm. or as almost like a sweet mint after a meal because yeah gaku in heaven had fuck all to do with plot (laughs) I think if I tried to pick up one of the volumes now, it would float away. It's all hot air. But when I think about some of the other series that I was reading around that time, where school life was an aspect, but not the entire point, it was a lot of easier of a read. And now as an adult, it's much easier to still stomach. Um, we mentioned Katakyo, uh, and part of what makes that so interesting is that you have Kaede, who's a whole ass adult, and which we have a section for problematic shit, don't worry. <laughs> uh, and we get to see these little intersections of his life and what he's doing. And that really helps us break away from whatever the dumb shit Rintaro is doing that isn't sucking dick. True. <laughs> That's all he's good for. <laughs> That's all he's good for. I I love that series. Genuinely. Ugh. I Boy, don't do like that it has so many like stupid shoujo tropes. Like it even has the whole like, 
oh, Rintaro's shopping with my best friend. I guess he's cheating on me. Oh, yeah. I, I ain't a, I, you're genuinely a very smart man. I have blocked all of that out. I only remember no, the good it part. has the full-on, <laughs> like, Kaede does a sexual violence against Rintaro because he's out shopping with one of his friends. And it's like, you. the whole point of this is that you're a smart man. The entire crux of this series is that you are a smart, capable man. And you see your boyfriend, who you know loves you because he has no other thoughts than that empty-ass head, <laughs> out with your other friend, who you also know is taken because he also has no other thoughts in his empty-ass head. And now, instead of, again, having a singular conversation singular, you drag your lover across the threshold, do a sexual violence, he finally confesses all teary-eyed, and then, oh, you kiss and make up, and we're supposed to ignore the sexual violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where it like. lost me, honestly. Because, mm. like, the whole point is that you're not stupid. That's the whole point. You have no other redeeming characteristics. Because he's just a sadist. Yeah. But I think <laughs> that also... That also ties into the whole, like... I And I say this as someone, you know, like, I love a lot of shoujo's. I love a lot of BLs. Like, mm -hmm. I, I... I do prefer things that are set in, like, real life compared to, like, fantasy settings. I like, mm -hmm. you know, like real life settings but mm -hmm. but often there is like a lack of imagination when it comes to conflict it's like the only conflict you can make are those types of conflicts it's like yeah. no it has to be stupid misunderstanding oh no they're cheating on me oh no i have to commit a sexual i have to commit a sexual violence uh yeah but it's fine because i'll be forgiven in the fourth act like that that's not how it works no please and <laughs> We're jumping the gun because we'll talk about problematic stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we really... It's amazing that we can go from something like Gaku in Heaven to something like Cast Heaven, which both have Heaven in the series, even though it's hell. <sighs> I I was actually going to binge read Cast Heaven before this episode. But, but then, then you, know you my... decided you don't hate yourself. Yeah, now, no, it was mostly, you know, the whole grandma got hospitalized thing, so I didn't have time oh, to well. read. <laughs> because I started reading Cast Heaven like years ago when it was new and mm -hmm. i love ogawa chisa as an author like i think i think ogawa chisa is a great author uh, but cast heaven like it from the beginning did not sit right with me because it is mm -hmm. so like it is so bleak and like the concept is wild right but yes. but then and then you know it got licensed and now finally volume eight was released in english now i can finally read the whole series and see if i like it better if i read the whole thing uh yeah. so, but i haven't I just i barely started read rereading it but i i haven't finished it ever so i don't know how it ends but wow that series is yeah uh, yeah like I was like, I opened it, started reading like the first chapter of the first volume and the first words out of my mouth was like, oh, right. Where are the teachers in this manga? <laughs> like, I know that there are no teachers, like unless the teacher is involved with one of the students, there are no teachers in school setting mangas. Okay. <laughs> but this, <laughs> it's like, you just play your little cast card game and abuse each other all over the school. It's fine. No one no one steps in uh, okay i will say when i was in a, when i was in public school here in the u.s 
my teachers also like were not around. Like if they weren't being awful, they were not around. Like they were bad. Like we have bad teachers in America. Uh, or, or at least like during that time. Yeah. They've gotten better and then they got worse again because we don't pay them. And now like teachers are at the are very, very rightfully concerned about school violence. Like that one teacher who got shot by one of her students because he didn't like her. Wow. Yeah. 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 And everyone was shocked when she's like, I'm not coming back. It's like, well, what do you mean with the children? That kid shot me. In yeah, my I classroom. No. I'm not coming back. No. Uh, American so. problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you do have this wide gamut of what it can be. Mm-hmm. And I say that with pride, but also hesitation. <laughs> because sometimes you do lose the plot a little. Um, I do look at some series and wonder why this is at school. Yeah, I saw recently, I can't remember where this was, but I, I, I saw a discussion recently about Yarichin where people were <laughs> arguing because a lot of people seem to have lulled themselves into this belief that, that Yarichin is actually happening at a university because of the activities that they... No, it's, in, it's a high school. That's the whole point. Like... The photography club, which is actually just the prostitution club that is being yeah, utilized, say, which is which are prostitutes, yeah, which is being utilized by students and teachers alike, is a mm-hmm. high school. Like, but I think people are trying to make it more like to to stomach it better. It's like, oh, but it's a university. No, it isn't. It is a high school. Like it's 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 it's, and like people were discussing it. So, you know, the, the setting. Like, you can have anything. Yarichin is so out there. It's so mm-hmm. wild that I'll just accept it for what it is. Like, I think it's hilarious. I love Yarichin. <laughs> Yarichin is not my favorite. Um, but my issues with it have nothing to do with the fact that it's set during high school. No. Um, I have told you all some of the antics I was able to get up to when I was in an American high school. Mm -hmm. So the idea of there being a secret, you know, sex club, sex club is of zero shock to me. It reminds reminds me of when I was watching, you know, Boston Public. Yes. I used to watch that show. I like that show. And, you Mm -hmm. know, there was this one episode where they found out that there were some high schoolers who set up this like blowjob dungeon in in a stairwell somewhere <laughs> they were like selling blowjobs during during lunch or something and yeah. i'm like i don't know i watched that when i was a young and impressionable person so i guess when i read these kinds of bls now i'm just like oh you know this is just what you find in school settings i guess yeah absolutely i guess where was our blowjob dungeon we had an abandoned <laughs> theater corridor which was so the blowjob where- dungeon yeah, because okay. the new theater was built on top of it, and it was nicer, but they never closed down the old theater wing, so it was just, like, a dark basement <laughs> under the main school. Yeah, there. I mean, that I, was I, I don't know if we had one, but I'm sure there was somewhere. <laughs> I, I, oh. never, I never participated, personally. Um... Okay, 
So let's talk about our favorite thing, which is, sorry about that, I had to clean my lens, is this problematic? And for the first <laughs> time, I think we have to concede yes, and on multiple points. I refuse. Okay. I mean, no, I get it. I get it. Like, but there are, there are problematic points, obviously. Yeah, I think for me to this day, the biggest one is, and even though like, again, just because I'm not always personally offended by it, doesn't mean that I think it's okay, are those student-teacher relationships. Just because, just because I'm okay with it in fiction, doesn't mean that I'd be okay with that in real life. Or I always flip it like, if I was a parent, which, mm. no. Ew. But like, <laughs> yeah, <not> you. <laughs> no. But no. if I was a parent, and, you know, my kid came home and was like, oh, you know, my history teacher said I looked really nice in my outfit today. Yeah, that teacher is going to wake up to four slash tires. <laughs> like, no, that's not all right. Um, I still don't and it's not the age gap necessarily i think for me it's always about power dynamics it's yeah, power dynamics I get, I get that it's that one of these people should know better because i even have it with katakio because rentaro is so fucking stupid <laughs> he's an idiot yeah and you do wonder occasionally what that consent journey was and it's one of the reasons why, like, you know, series favorite, um, Hitori Jimmy, my hero, it's one of the reasons why I'm honestly, I don't really care about <laughs> Kosuke and Setagawa. If that age gap doesn't exist, Setagawa is the man in that relationship. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. It doesn't matter that he's younger than Kosuke. He is caught, he is very aware of what they are, who they are, what that means societally, and how to be careful about it. He's not a mindless teenager. He's honestly one of the smarter characters in the series. So I don't have as much of an issue with them because that power dynamic is different. And I just, I find something now so off-putting about that. You know, again, as I mature and look back and it was like, oh, that was fucked, you know, from high school and, you know, from my school years. But uh, do you have any uh, possible squicks from? No, I I think I, I've actually gone the opposite way because when I That's was fair. younger, like, I, and I don't know, I think that a lot of this, obviously it comes, I talk about this so much, you know, about the, the cultural contexts and your yes. personal context. Like it depends a lot on where you are coming from. And I had a very yes. safe upbringing. Like I had, a, mm -hmm. I, I grew up in a very safe environment, Norway, obviously like, it's not perfect. It's not like these things don't happen here, but the mm -hmm. type of like moral panics that we are seeing now, we, I mm -hmm. didn't witness that growing up. Like this is all very, like very American things. Yeah. Uh, that 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 weren't like it didn't happen here like, so so mm -hmm. a lot of this 
So when I was younger, I was, it's more like, I, I was more troubled by age gaps and student-teacher relationships when I was younger because I was mm-hmm. like, this bothers me because this is wrong or like this is, it doesn't sit right with me. Uh, mm-hmm. And now as an adult, I can obviously see from a more from a more mature point of view, like why it's wrong and why the power mm-hmm. dynamic is a problem. But then I'm also mm-hmm. able to see it's fiction and it's whatever. So mm-hmm. So now I'm more likely to consume those things and think that it's interesting Mm-hmm. Uh, and to like that dynamic that I was when mm-hmm. I was when I was the age of the student when I would mm-hmm. be reading this and be like if an adult came on to me like that I would be like I still feel the same way but I just think that my context is different uh, absolutely and in I that sense. and I by no means say that like I've never read like teacher student because I'd be a fucking liar no no Um, of course not do not look at my AO3 history (laughs) but again usually in the context that I'm reading it everyone is very aware that this isn't okay that it's not good um it's usually darker themed like it isn't like oh I'm just a normal high school boy and my teacher's really cute you know it's oh shit that teacher's doing a non-con on that student yeah and it's like you know (laughs) It's, it's, I think it very much depends on what you want to get mm-hmm. out of it as well. Like, I like complex stories. I like, Same. you know, yeah, because we both like those kind of like borderlines, the things that make you think, right? Yeah. So, so there are a lot of these stories that, that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with, with the, with the relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get won over because, you know, they do tend to have the happy ending. Like, okay, we went through all of that and there was mm-hmm. violence and non-con. And, uh, but then we worked it out. And I'll be like, okay, fine. I guess I'll just believe you because I want you to be happy. But, but like, consuming critically. It always comes back to consuming critically. Um, yes. But I absolutely agree that that is one of, like, the power dynamic thing is mm-hmm. definitely, like, the biggest squick, like, if anything. Mm-hmm. I also... Um, and I, and I suppose it ties into that with the whole overly naive characters, like the, it, oh, but I don't it, like, it, yeah. And I don't like that in general, because this is what, you know, like a lot of, right. like a lot of Jose, you know, like a lot of office romances. Yes. Why does everyone have to be a 30 year old virgin who's never held hands with anyone? Like can right. we, for the love of everything, get right. Like I, like that is, like Corolla, that is not something that I am upset about in isolation. I don't like that anywhere. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's exactly to that point. You know, when I look at some of the, you know, school life series that I've read in hindsight now, yeah, that's usually the thing that gets me. Um, we're going to put a brief footnote in this topic because there's one more problematic thing I want to talk about, but we forgot yeah. university um, stories and university AUs I sort of like them but I know university is so radically different across the board that I kind of don't understand them Mm. like I guess as an idea I get it and also for whatever reason they always pick the two characters that would absolutely not go to university and if they (laughs) did they would never see each other (laughs) It's like, it's I mean, like if if these two characters hypothetically went on to higher education, first of all, that's a stretch. Secondly, let's say that they did. I, you know, I went to a pretty small campus, but if you were in the sciences, 
and someone else was, you know, doing English or theology or language. Humanities, yeah. Humanities. You would not see each other. We were listening. I mean, I went to university, like, obviously not right after high school because I dropped out. There was a whole thing. I went to university in my 20s. And the humanities uh, faculty is literally mm-hmm. on the other side of town. Like, we are so separated from... <laughs> from from the rest of like from from the science Mm. department like we're just Mm. out there in like fringe territory in this horrible horrible greenhouse where it rains indoors and it's freezing all the time it was horrible uh no no Uh, (laughs) the only crazy thing about my university we had a cemetery oh okay we had a cemetery uh, now we have an esports department. Oh. And a drone aviary. Wow. That's yeah, nice. things have changed a lot since I graduated. The cemetery is still there though. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I was not I was not in university then, but there's like this area in my university that they call the grave. Uh, because it's like a it's like an it looks like an outdoors courtyard, but it's like indoors and it's like a computer room and you can like mm. look down into it from like higher up, like higher floors. And then mm-hmm. there was a water leak and the entire grave just filled with water and like all the computer electronics and everything was just like flooded. And I'm like, I dislike that. Why? Um, <laughs> I dislike that greatly. There is one other aspect to school life that I... Uh, don't really like um, and it's a two-handed it's a two-headed issue two-handed issue okay Amanda um, I understand you it's thank okay you. it's one lusting after young bodies which is a problem across media again whatever mythical aunties are listening if you're going to call it out anime and manga you have to call it out everywhere Mm-hmm. Because media has that problem. Capital M Media still has a huge problem with like, oh, look at these sexy, busty high schoolers, and it's like, that's a child. Yeah, I also have like a problem just like on a tangent uh, again because talking purity culture and and I'm not saying that this doesn't happen. Like everyone knows that school uniforms, especially sailor uniforms, have been fetishized a lot. But I really, it really drives me insane when people are like, it is automatically predatory if you like characters Mm -hmm. who wear that uniform. Like, that's a you problem. That is you sexualizing that uniform. Yeah. Because while it is a thing that does happen, Mm -hmm. that isn't necessarily the intention behind, especially when you have a setting where everyone is wearing a uniform, because that is what they wear in school. Okay, so I'll throw my line in piggybacking off of that. I don't know how I use so many like business meeting jargon terms. I'm gonna sy- <laughs> I'm gonna synergize the galvanization. Oh, wow, you're just using your whole vocabulary today. Kill me. This is that. a school life episode. If I <laughs> ever using the amount degree. of meetings I've had to sit in where it's a white guy in like a sleeveless puffer vest and a <laughs> And like a long sleeve shirt 
and he has like the spiky hair like he looks like he's in a boy band and it's like <laughs> all right we're as a team to galvanize what do we need to galvanize we need synergy how do we do our best to exceed expectations and i it's hate like, this guy <laughs> yeah i hate him i hate him we need to disrupt the market we need to be disruptors and it's like kill me <laughs> Like, if you look at my notebook, it's just kill me over and over and over again. This is why I like school settings, because I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) I have been in so many meetings with that guy, because he read, like, one book, and he's, like, super amped up. He read one book, and it's like, we need to use our synergy to disrupt, and it's like, are you a Power Ranger? What the fuck are you talking about? That would be a lot better. Thank you. (laughs) But to through line that in is so I was a Catholic schoolgirl. Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, and the amount of men, again, online dating is trash, that I've said that to, and it usually comes up in conversation like very innocently. Um, because like I don't even know how it always comes up, but somehow boys always ask the right amounts of questions to get to, well, I was in Catholic school. Mm. And the amount of guys. I'm in my 30s. Most of these men are also in their 30s who are like, oh, did you keep your uniform? Can, yeah. can we have sex while you're in your uniform? And it's like, no, I burned it when I turned 14. And why would you fuck me in my Catholic school? I was a child. Like, there's nothing inherently sexy about it to me. I wore that. And, like, especially for me, so at my school, we had um, regular uniforms and then mass days because we were Catholic. So our regular day-to-day uniforms were, like, khakis or navy blue pants. Mm. Um, and then our mass uniform was, like, this the, the sailor uniform. I used air quotes. Mm. Where we had white button-downs, our school's plaid, and a skirt for ladies, and as navy slacks for boys. And we had the little button tie with a little mother of pearl clasp. Yeah. That was our mass uniform. So when you say you want to fuck me in my uniform, that's the uniform that you mean. Mm. So you want to take the uniform I wear to church. To pray. To speak to God. When I was 12. Yeah. That's the uniform. That's what you want to do. And... There's a big Western fetishization of Catholic schoolgirls, of schoolgirls, because, again, the Catholic Church is bad. It is bad. But that fetishization usually is coming from other sources because it is very, very rarely the Catholic schoolgirls who are fetishizing themselves. Mm. None of us asked for this. and Most of us hate it. Like, again, like, did you keep your uniform? Yeah. I was literally, like, 12 to 14 years old. No, it's gone. It's gone. No. And I would never associate sex with that. Mm -hmm. Ever. And I don't mean to like neg Japan in this instance. There definitely is more cognitive awareness of what happens when Japan sexualizes those uniforms. There is definitely... There is a heightened level of awareness that some of these young ladies have than what most of us did when we were in that situation. 
And that's just different culture. Like that's mm. not like that's not an indictment or anything like that. It's just it's culturally different. In yeah. a lot of ways, I almost find it empowering, you know, power dynamics aside, it's almost kind of like, wow, like look at you. Like you know you are being objectified sometimes and you're turning that to profit. That's awesome. Yeah. Like like that's a girl boss move to me yeah and and like i'm also like i compare it to because again uh i think school uniforms are super cute because i never had one if i went to a school when i was a child i thought school uniforms sounded like you know something horrible then i got Mm -hmm. into manga and things i just started thinking it was super cute Mm -hmm. but i never had one like i had a i had a friend who went to school in hong kong and had to wear uh, a school uniform and she hated Mm -hmm. it because you know you had to wear it every day it's it was Mm -hmm. like because it's a uniform but for yeah. us who didn't wear it it's like it's, it's cute like fashion wise and and i don't see much of a difference between you know 14 15 year old girls in norway who you know came to school with spaghetti straps and short skirts mm-hmm. because they wanted to look sexy because you're a teenager and you know sometimes you sexualize yourself because you think that oh i i want to look like this i want him to look at me i want her to look mm-hmm. at you know that's just a, a thing that people did. And since we didn't have a mm-hmm. dress code, you could go to school wearing like a crop top and mm-hmm. booty shorts, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you probably wouldn't because it's fucking freezing hair, but like you get the point. And so if you are in a, in, in a Japanese school, for instance, where you're not allowed to wear anything else, then personalizing mm-hmm. that uniform and like hitching up the skirt and like doing things for to make the uniform mm-hmm. cuter or to make yourself more appealing to whatever sex you're attracted to like that is mm-hmm. a thing that people will do as they are developing and evolving sexually if an adult takes advantage of that that's a different problem but it's like yes experimenting well, with with your like with your appeal is a thing that mm-hmm. everyone does in their teens i think and i guess for me because we did have very strict dress codes uh i mean even when i didn't have a uniform like Americans have the craziest dress code double standards like when I was in public school if we were wearing like a tank top or like a sleeveless shirt the width of the band had to be two fingers Mm. so we couldn't do like I hate that I still remember that but like measuring my tank tops because it's it's Texas yeah it's fucking shit um but it had to be two fingers um we couldn't wear like low-rise jeans and I don't have time to talk about rape culture because that's not where I'm going Welcome to Amanda's soapbox of I don't like how Japan has fetishized Catholics and yeah. how ergo fandom fetishizes Catholics. I'm going to start with this specific one thing. I uh, saw that there was a zine and it was a Bakugo and Izuku blasphemy zine. So like with a bunch of like religious motifs and religious mm. overtones and like, okay, Angels fucking sure, I guess. But, like, I think one of the covers is, like, Izuku as the Virgin Mary. And it's like, hmm. Mm. And one of the merch items is a rosary. A Catholic rosary in Bakugo Izuku colors. And I'm not that great of a Catholic. I was utterly upset. I was so mad. I I can't even like I can't say anything because I barely know what a rosary is. Like, but I get it. Like, if you're I, I get it. Like they're prayer beads. 
Um, yeah. The rosary is a specific prayer and you use the necklace to help you count the prayer because it's convoluted and crazy. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> um, and again, like that doesn't mean that I will like never read like a demon AU or something like that. But there's just like, I don't like that overall fetishization of Catholic imagery and Catholic tropes mm. because a lot of school lives, especially those like early middle ones sure do love being set in a religious academy uh where i guess that that's more of a commentary on sex and sexuality sure but japan has always had a problem with the catholic church and rightfully so <laughs> rightfully so it's bad and how missionaries approached the japanese was bad there is mm. zero part of me that is like whoa co yay colonialism no it was bad no of course that i always thought that you were pro-colonial yeah i'm super pro-colonialism yeah, i'm not a pro shipper i'm pro-colonialism <laughs> <laughs> i mean you you have to draw the line somewhere yeah, had, like, <laughs> yeah you have to have standards uh, but oh god there seems to be like this hilarious revenge, I guess. Japan loves taking out on Catholics where it's like, oh, you know, this school is religious and I guess that's why everyone here is fucking. Yeah. It's just, uh. um, but yeah, the fetishization of the uniform and of schoolgirls and of school boys, I, again, looking back, uh, I've never liked it, and I still don't really like it. Like I like to this day, I still don't really like like fetishizing the uniform, and that's different from wearing it and thinking it's cute. Yes, I've absolutely frolicked in a seifuku. Of course, I have, but I'm detached from that yeah, school. Yeah, it's exactly. a fictional fucking school. If I'm yeah. dressed up as Tamaki from Oron, that's not real. <laughs> so. It's very different than having that ground down into, I want your uniform from when you yes. were younger. Yeah. Which also, it's, I am much fatter. If I still had it, it wouldn't fit anyways. But, but, you know, th th there is a massive difference. Exactly. Which is, which yeah. is, which is what you're saying. And, um, but also tapping into that, I was thinking, because when I was rereading uh, Cast Heaven, I think this, yes. this goes for uh, a little bit of the same, that... Mm -hmm. There is a lot of, like, in particularly in narratives like Cast Heaven, because Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, <laughs> you have, there's so much sexual violence. So and, much. and I just don't understand, like, because my main problem, like, okay, I have a lot of problems with, with, <laughs> with the things that are happening in Cast Heaven. But, but when they do the whole sexual violence, Mm -hmm. But it it's drawn in a way that it's still it's still drawn sexily. You get me? Mm -hmm. Like the author is still drawing it as if this was a typical like sex scene in a BL. Like you have right. all of the fluids and all of the expressions and like the you know the blushing and and it's like and it makes it it's it it it's depicted as the opposite of what is actually happening. So even when the character is hating it, 
the imagery is romanticizing it even when the setting mm-hmm. isn't and i really don't like that that was one of my main problems with cast heaven when it first mm-hmm. started when it first started serialization and i still don't like it because it's one of those and it makes it so much worse because it's happening in a school and they are in the right. uniform and there are so many yeah. of those things piled in together yes and while i am able to separate that obviously from real life and mm-hmm. and you know the author's intent and all of that mm-hmm it still makes me uncomfortable. And I don't like how much of that tends to happen in a lot of those stories. Right. And, you know, I remember when I was in school at my, one of my Catholic schools, we did have one teacher that was dismissed for misconduct. Um, From what I know, he never physically touched any of the girls, but I remember, I remember seeing his um, computer screensaver because, you know, we're old computers had screensavers <laughs> and he had a slideshow and it was all pictures of the girls soccer team oh so girls like in t-shirts and like their gym shorts but he wasn't a coach he was the science teacher yeah that's a little and it was just the girls like if and it had been if it had been like yes. a screensaver with like random images of school life, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah, but it but was that... just the girls just yeah. playing sports. And I mentioned that to one of the admins and he was fired because in turn, he had also said that the bathrooms should have cameras. No. Right. Because we needed to be protected while showering. Yes. Um, of course. Yeah. So that guy got fired. So while I don't have any knowledge of him physically, you know, being gross, he was gross. And I still have that in my head. So, yeah, when you still frame that stuff is great, like, it's fine. Like, oh, this is just a thing that happens. I'm not going to say it triggers me, but I don't like it. I don't respond to it in a way that's like, this is positive and good and keep going. Um, and I, I would wager to say there is probably a fair amount of people that might feel that way. You know, again, going back to you have these moments, especially with school, where when you're in that moment, it's not bad. Mm. But then, you know, years later, you're having breakfast and it's like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait a goddamn minute. I like <laughs> that like, was the last time. You're watching something and it's right. like... And, and you have that adult reaction, like, excuse me, but you as a young person shouldn't be... Do- Wait. Wait. And then you realize exactly. that you, at age exactly. 13... Yeah. Because kids are 100%. dumb. 100%. And we've all been stupid kids. That's kind of... Yeah. Kids Kids are dumb. And, you know, I don't... I was, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about the whole dirty Uncle Vic thing because, you know, he's still terrible. And... And a lot of that conversation was always like, well, you know, he's not the most attractive voice actor. Why did so many young girls, you know, kind of throw themselves at him? And it's like, one, we're stupid. (laughs) And that's not a misogyny thing. Boys are just as dumb. But like, at that age, you're dumb. Yeah, you are. He, He voices literally one of the most iconic characters in anime. For many of us girls, like the first boyfriend do. And, you know, there was a weird 
you know, I I had heard it, I'd never experienced it, but there was a weird almost like cloud game of like, oh, guess what I did with who? Hmm. And in the moment, in that circle, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe. But again, you have that moment, like, ten years later, and it's like, wait. No. No, that's bad. Yeah. Why did that happen? And no one said that was bad. Because, you know, society was different, blah, 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 patriarchy. Um, (laughs) Uh But yeah, you know, there's a lot about this stuff now that I have a harder time stomaching. Not to say that I don't like it. You know, I brought two examples with me of school lives that I do like, even though I bashed Katakio this entire time, I do still think Kayeda is a hot man. (laughs) He is a hot man. And then the other school life that I really, really like, which is no shock, which is Lies or Gentleman's Manners, which is focused around if you don't fucking read this. But I... I can't find it anywhere. I will I will mail you my copy. Don't yes, fuck it up. I <laughs> I will send it back. I will mail you my no, copy. I'll never give it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Norway. What happened to your copy of Lies or Gentleman's Manners? This is fucking Norway. I'm holy I'm gonna hold it hostage. Like you're never seeing it again. But it's set in a university, and that series also remarkably heavy. Tons of themes that aren't great. What helps is that Jonathan is an adult. He might be younger than the professor. But he's still, like, an adult. Mm. He's just as aware, again, on the same level as his professor. And a lot of those moments where they're just in school really are great levity. Mm. Also, because Marta Matsuo has a little more experience with the U.S., they talk about things that happen in universities that are more realistic so it isn't just this magical idyllic place like one of the things Jonathan gets in trouble for is um selling Ritalin yeah that happens yeah that happens it happens so you know it takes it out of this like oh my god school is this magical land you know like that's a very tangible thing yeah on and he gets in trouble for it and he gets out of it by fucking his teacher you know but As, yeah, but that shit happens, and you know that made it so much easier to deal with because it mm. sets that tone of we are grounded in a reality, not you know this fluffy, you know, we're not in this like fluffy rose-colored land where everything is great. School isn't expensive, and you need to find ways to pay mm. for it. With your body. With your body or your ADHD medication. (laughs) You know. Oh my god. Yeah. It's handling problems. Mm. And again, like when I look at the ones that I do like, it's more like that where, yeah, we're not in this idyllic fantasy island where bullying isn't real, Mm. where trauma isn't real, where sex isn't real. Because on the flip side, right, the ones that are like super sexless where it's like, oh... We, we laid on the roof, the most hopping club in Japan. The roof. <laughs> the most and hopping our fingers, club. our fingers, yeah, brushed. our fingers, our fingers <laughs> brushed against each other. And we watched the clouds. You're in Japan. All you see are more buildings. <laughs> Not if you're on top of the roof. The, the hippest club. It's actually yeah. just a, it's, it's a, it's a painted canopy. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's a cage. That's yeah. what- it's, a, it's an enclosure because again we can't have anyone jump so it's yeah. just 
it's like a it's like a jungle gym. No, but I agree with that. I think I mean again, like overwhelmingly, I am positive to school life. Uh, series I have said this mm-hmm. before one of the reasons why I have so much love for high school settings mm-hmm. is that for the longest time at least everything that we got that was translated that was mm-hmm. not a high school setting you know like office romances they were boring mm-hmm. I don't care about stuffy businessmen with where everyone has the same haircut no one has you know, like a personality no one is attractive because they all you don't want to you don't want to disrupt the synergy no <laughs> that was I so mean, fast yes. Actually, maybe I do. I don't okay. understand these words you're using. No, but but it's, you know, like a lot of the time I felt like it became such an, it, to use those words, like now that I'm an adult, like it became mm-hmm. such an image of the whole corporate mill mm-hmm. thing that they, yeah, they're, they're joyless office workers. I don't mm-hmm. want to read about that. I want to read about characters with emotions who are going through things, who are learning, who have cool right. hairstyles and like, you know, like who are cute. And so I am overwhelmingly positive to high school <laughs> settings, but also because of the nostalgia, because I, and especially when you're like in your early 20s, I talked about this when I talked about my own writing as well. Like mm-hmm. I would write high school students mm-hmm. for the same reason I was reading a lot of high school things mm-hmm. because I hadn't experienced a lot of adulthood yet. I don't know how to be an adult, but I was a mm-hmm. teenager for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. So I can recognize some of the things the characters are going through. See, I, You know, you can. Yeah. And I've been writing adults for a very long time yeah. because I was a traumatized child. Exactly. Which is basically one adult. <laughs> one traumatized yeah. child equals one horribly functioning adult, which is my bread and butter if you read my writing. Yeah. And, but um, it's just, yeah, I mean, mostly positive because I have warm feelings about, like, yeah. and, 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 you, and like you said, going back to how it's both a genre and like a topic because there's mm-hmm. so much diversity within mm-hmm. the high school trope that mm-hmm. sometimes you can have like cute fl- fluffy romances or things that feel like dare I say it good representation and sometimes they are absolute messes that do yeah. stupid things and that suffer and you know like there's a lot to choose from and you don't have to love right. everything you don't have to hate everything completely um Carola I had a great time talking about school life with you one of my favorite people on this planet oh and if we were in the same school together i absolutely would have recruited you to be in our anime club i would have uh, barged in and knocked down the door <laughs> i would have been there so fast <laughs> you, you would i would have been able to put the poster up you're just like i hear there's an anime club <laughs> i'm like hello hello <laughs> i uh, i felt it i felt the tingles i knew something was happening in this room so actually one of my one of my friends then she ended up being like my vice president of the club uh we were sitting in gym and when we sat down for gym before we started we would sit in these like vertical lines but, like spaced out apart because you know school is inherently fascist um because <laughs> that's mean, a gym group. class gym yes. class no yes hell it's actually hell Yes, I'm fine. but um, so we're in our uniforms. We're not even in like our plain clothes. We're in our uniforms, which is like the only thing that's like school branded. And I get up and I walk over to this girl and I look down at her because she's still sitting. And I'm like, you like anime, don't you? <laughs> and she like is like, what the fuck? She's horrified because she's like, oh, no, my disguise failed. This person knows who I am. <laughs> 
because there's nothing on her that would have you know flashed that again like we're in our gym uniforms yeah so it's not like i saw a t-shirt or saw a manga or saw like a, a keychain i could just sense it in the air and she was aghast oh, at first hours. yeah yeah she was aghast at first and then she's like well yeah you know i am and yeah like, she later ran that club with me um so yeah i do have positive feelings about high school uh speaking of positive feelings uh here is where we talk about what we're covering next month corolla what what <laughs> i am so prepared wait Oh yeah, no, I knew this. I was just like my head was on the No, I was like I was like wait, but we're still covering BL. We're still covering school life because we're doing Patreon and the and the live. No, of course, we are talking about our BL blind spots next month. Next month. Next month? Is that yes. what I said? Yes, that's what no, I you said. said next week. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's been a long ass week. I don't even know what day it is. It um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about our BL blind spots. You know the yeah. things in BL that you know aren't necessarily in our you know spheres because BL at this stage is a wide and deep sea that it wasn't you know twenty years ago. Uh, so yeah, like we definitely have some spaces that. You know, I'm not the most up to date in, and I'm sure you know Same. Corolla will. I say that I'm sure Corolla will echo that. I um, hopefully not that these don't overlap too much, so that we can enlighten each other. Because there's we're already blind. On. There's already like two that I know that we don't share. So I think yes. we're okay. Okay, good. Um, this is the part of the show where we thank our patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Uh, patrons receive a exclusive episode every single month in which we are the most unhinged. <laughs> last one, last month was wild. Uh, Two hours <laughs> of whinging, of uh, just bitching. Oh, uh, that was fun <laughs> for that two was, hours. That was what releasing. Like that it was, was great. Nice. Um, it was great. They also receive the exclusive merch, which I am still working on updating because Patreon changed where the button is and I had to put in a support ticket. Ah, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I was going to, I was like, yeah, she'll tell me if, if I need to know something. It was like, I saw yes. the support ticket. I was like, okay, you'll deal and, with that. And dad had to put in a support ticket because they moved the button and now I don't know where it is. I have my own Patreon support ticket to deal with on, in my private life because what the fuck is happening? So, yeah, I uh, let you deal with that one. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, patrons, for allowing you. us to make this show because we would never be monetized for ass ever. Can you imagine? I don't understand how that would ever happen. We would never. We would need so many subscriptions but i did hear actually from frosty frosty said that uh she was watching one of our videos and she got an ad for um adam and eve which is a sex toy oh uh, hey i can i can vibe with that vibe with i did that on purpose hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're so old and weird uh, but I didn't plan that ad, and we don't get money from it. But Adam and Eve, if they ever want to sponsor an episode, yeah. No. No? No, no, I was just like, 
No, I was gonna say something like, oh, what are we gonna do? Test their products while testing DL side products or something. I did not. I don't know if you that. guys just I saw like the. Not, I did not say that on the internet. Leave me alone. I don't know if you guys just saw like the Vietnam flashback that just happened in my face. What are you thinking of the spaghetti? <laughs> Thank you, patrons, for allowing us to do what we do. Um, and thank you, dear listener, for being here with us. As always, it has been a pleasure and a delight to uh, regale you with these tales. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go drive to a different part of Texas. Texas is big. Very big. We'll see you in the next <laughs> one, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>